What's up, guys? Welcome to Demo with Mo. I'm your host, Monique Simmons. We'll be discussing dating, engaged, and married objectives from a young Christian's perspective. Are you guys ready? Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to a new episode of Demo with Mo. I am your host, Monique Simmons. Today, we are going to talk about why is it so hard to communicate in relationships? You guys, if you've ever struggled with having a conversation with your partner or your spouse, you don't feel heard, you don't feel validated, you don't know what to say, you want to tell the truth, but you don't want to hurt their feelings, or you feel like you're walking on eggshells, whatever it is, if it has to do with any difficulties with communicating, this episode is for you. Reminder, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Demo with Mo. You can check out the website at www.demowithmo.com. You can even purchase Demo with Mo's merchandise. If you go on the website, click on store, it'll take you directly to the merch store for Demo with Mo. We will be doing free shipping from Thursday, March 17th to Tuesday, March 22nd. Free shipping on all merch. Remember to leave a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps others find the podcast. Remember, wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify. Remember, wherever you listen to your spot. Remember, wherever you listen to your podcast. Remember to leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast. Let's dive into today's episode. Monique, the host of Demo with Mo. Today we are going to be discussing why is it so hard to communicate in relationships. As I'm recording this, my kids are currently on spring break, so we are having a lot of fun in my house, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I would love to be on the road or at the beach traveling somewhere, but I have to work, so at home I am. I am enjoying this time with my kids, and I hope wherever you guys are, whether you're on spring break or not, that you are enjoying yourself as well. Today, we're going to be discussing communication and communication in relationships and marriages and why sometimes it can be difficult and challenging and hard. I know this is an area we all could use a little work in. We all could do a little better in. We have a private Facebook group called Dating Engaged and Married Objectives. Please come join us if you want to know more. But I did a poll and I asked the group, I gave them different options on things that they struggle with the most in their relationships. And the number one answer was communication. So this is how I know this is something that is very important today and something that we all struggle with. I myself struggle in my own relationship in this area. Whenever I struggle with something, I always want to know what God has to say about it in his word. That's just how I roll. And that's just my way of 
Yeah, I know I'm big on practical application. I want to do those things that are pleasing unto God. So how do I do both? I go to God's word. I see what he has to say about it. And then I see how I can apply that in my own life. That's the only way to get the results of what it is that God says. I have to do it his way. So if I want to do it his way, I need to find out exactly what he says about it. And that's what works for me. I hope you do what works for you. Okay, the first one is James chapter 3, verses 2 through 10. And I encourage you to go back and read this for yourself. James is a no-nonsense apostle. Like, he gives it to you straight. If you go look at the book of James, he doesn't sugarcoat it. He doesn't beat around the bush. He tells you the truth, and he gives it to you straight. So this is James chapter 3, verses 2 through 10. It says, if anyone can control his tongue, it proves that he has perfect control over himself in every other way. We can make a large horse turn around and go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth. And a tiny rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot wants it to go, even though the winds are strong. So also the tongue is a small thing, but what enormous damage it can do. A great forest can be set on fire by one tiny spark and the tongue is a flame of fire. It is full of wickedness and poisons every part of the body. And the tongue is set on fire by hell itself and can turn our whole lives into a blazing flame of destruction and disaster. Men have trained or can train every kind of animal or bird that lives and every kind of reptile and fish, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is always ready to pour out its deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Heavenly Father, and sometimes it breaks out into curses against men who are made like God. And so, blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Dear brothers, surely this is not right. Okay, guys, so James is discussing how this little thing in our mouth, because this is what we communicate with, our tongue. This little thing in our mouth has so much power. It can do so much. This, This small part of our body has the power to do so much. So we have to be very careful with our tongue. James gives an example of a bit in a horse's mouth. If you want a horse to go, if you want a horse to stop, if you want a horse to slow down, you pull the reins back and the reins is attached to the bit that's in his mouth. That's how you control the horse by the bit, by that little small thing in his mouth. He gives this example or this metaphor to paint the picture of how our tongues are in our lives. On one hand, we could be in church, lifting up holy hands, praising God, thanking God, all of these things. And then on the other hand, catch us on that Wednesday, Thursday, and let somebody make us mad or upset. That same tongue, that same mouth we was just praising God with, now we're attacking them. We're criticizing them. We're putting them down. We're cursing them out. And James tells us straight up, brother, this shouldn't be. It shouldn't be where on one hand you're praising and thanking God, and then on the other hand, you're cursing somebody out. It shouldn't be that way. And this is why I love James. He just shoots it to you straight. You know, some people are afraid to tell you like it is, but that's not James. James paints the picture and tells you straight up what it should be. It should not be that way. We should not be praising God and then cursing others out with that same mouth. I'm going to say this, and then we'll move on to the next verse for 
Christians or for believers or followers of Christ, it's going to be hard for your partner or your spouse to see you in church or when you're around other people that you may attend church with or other Christian brothers or sisters. It's going to be hard for your partner or your spouse to see you act one way with them or in a church. But when you get upset or you're at home or you're in your comfort zone or when you're talking to them or dealing with them, you're a completely different person. You're cursing or you're yelling or you're disrespectful or you're short or you have an attitude. Blessings and cursings can't come from the same mouth. It's, it's, it's not right. That's not pleasing unto God. And also, even if you're not a Christian or a believer, when you're in a relationship or in a marriage and you, you deal with your friends or your coworkers or people outside of your home, when you treat them well and talk to them well and respect them and honor them, and then you give your partner or your spouse something different, it's an issue. It's going to be a problem. You're not going to be able to have effective communication in your relationship. The next verse, the next scripture, Ephesians 4 and 29. Do not let any unwholesome, which means unhealthy, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. This is going to be a big one with communication, especially in relationships, because majority of the time in our relationships, in our marriages, we are comfortable. And when we are comfortable, sometimes we don't think about what we're going to say. We don't process our thoughts. We just say whatever comes to mind. You make me upset. I'm going to tell you how I feel. You ask me for the truth. I'm going to give you the truth. And sometimes that's not not a good thing. A lot of times that's not a good thing. We have to be careful with the things that come out of our mouths and make sure that it's helpful for building them up and not putting them down or criticizing them. Because your point of talking or having communication amongst you guys is to be beneficial. You want to come to an agreement. You want to come to some type of understanding with one another. You don't want to make things worse. That's not your point in communicating. Yes, you want to be honest. Yes, you want to tell the truth. Yes, you want to be able to share how you feel with your partner or your spouse. But at the same time, you want it to help the relationship. You want it to build your partner up. You don't want to tear it down. You don't want to make the relationship or whatever the issue that you're discussing. You don't want to make things worse. That's not your goal. Yes, you may be upset. Yes, you may be hurt. Yes, you may have been holding this in for so long and now it just wants to pour out of you. But even in that, we have to be careful not to let unhealthy things or unhealthy words come out of our mouth where it's not beneficial to the relationship or marriage. Most people don't like having uncomfortable say, uncomfortable conversations. They think that it may make things worse, not realizing that not having a needed conversation with their partner is what makes it worse. Because what happens is when it's something that you guys want to discuss, well, it's, whether it's the man or the woman, if you're not able to discuss it, if you don't feel comfortable sharing, if it doesn't feel like a safe space for you to share it, those feelings don't go away. You begin to build resentment against your partner because you want to be able to say these things, but for whatever reason, feel like you cannot say them. And not only are you now beginning to build resentment 
because you you can't share what you're feeling and what what you're going through and what you're thinking. The enemy now has a chance to come because our mind is his playground. If you have a conversation that you want to have with your partner or your spouse and you, for whatever reason, don't feel comfortable having it, he's going to take those thoughts and begin to play with them. Let's say you want to have a conversation about your finances. And you don't feel comfortable talking or you feel like every time you try to talk to your partner or spouse about this specific area, it always causes confusion and a big blow up. So you just avoid it altogether. What Satan does is now comes to play in your mind. You can do whatever you want to do with your money. That's your money. They don't control nothing. You don't have to tell them anything. It's always going to be an issue. So you might as well just make the decisions for yourself. Whatever he can do, because Satan hates marriage. He hates unity. He hates relationships and families being healthy and whole. He hates it. So anything he can cause to break that, to cause division, to cause separation, Whatever he can do, he will do it. So now these things that are unresolved in our relationship, we've opened the door for him. We've left a crack in our relationship for him. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to come right in. He's that unwanted guest that you didn't want in your house, but you invited them in. So now they're overstaying their welcome. That's what Satan does. And now he's going to play on your emotions and those things that are unresolved in your relationship. And he's just going to make it worse. He will have you thinking these thoughts are yours, that these were your thoughts but they're not your thoughts it was just this area that wasn't resolved in your relationship and now he's came in and made it worse and don't get me wrong some of these things are hard some of these things that we face they hurt some of these things that we go through are so tough but what satan will do is take that small area and make it real big he will make it seem as if it's much worse than what it really is it could honestly be fixed if we just sit down and have a conversation together but satan loves division so when we don't have these conversations when we deflect, when we put it off, when we walk on eggshells, when we avoid it altogether, that's what he will do because that's his job. He he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And whatever he can do to do that, he will do that. Even against your partner or your spouse, the one person that you love, the one person who you're supposed to be united with, the one person who's supposed to have your back and you have theirs. That is the area where he will cause the most confusion because he hates it. So even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's hard, even if it will cause confusion or a little rift between you and your partner, have the conversation. We can't expect our partners to be mind readers. We have to be honest and truthful, but honest and truthful with love. This is a big one because you hear people say it all the time. I'm going to tell it like it is. I ain't going to hold back. I'm going to tell the truth. Yes, we should tell the truth, but we should tell the truth with love. If I'm only telling you the truth, but my motives aren't right, I don't care about how it's going to affect you. I don't care about how you're going to feel about it. I'm just going to cut you with the truth. That's not love. That's not helping you. That's not beneficial to you or to our relationship. But I have to tell you the truth, but with love. And you have to be truthful now because you just can't be out here acting like everything is okay when it's not okay. You have to be truthful. You have to be honest, but you have to do it with love. When you want to talk to someone about something, whoever it is, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's on your job, whether it's with a family member, 
whether it's with somebody in the church, you have to be truthful, but you also have to make sure that you're doing it with love, that your motive is love. Because when it's with love, the other person is more apt to receive it. They know you're doing it from a place of compassion. You love them. You care about them. You only want to see the best for them. But if you don't do it with love, it comes off as critical. It's putting me down. And that's not what you want because your point in having a conversation or being honest and truthful is to benefit them. It's to see a change. It's to see something done differently. That's that's your goal. That, that should be your goal. So yes, we should be truthful and honest, but we should do it with love. Be specific in what it is you want to talk about. Get to the root. In relationships, it can be something that, that's bothering you that you want to deal with specifically, but instead of you do that, you're passive aggressive. You know, you start saying stuff that don't even really matter. You forgot to put the tissue on the roll. You you left the cabinets in the kitchen open. You didn't load the dishwasher right. You start picking at things that, that are finite, that really don't matter. And that's not what your issue is. Your issue could be that your partner's spending a lot of money without talking to you. Or you guys are not on the same page with discipline the kids. Or you having some trust issues. Maybe a boundary was crossed and your feelings were hurt. But instead of you being specific on what it is that you guys need to talk about and what you need to deal with, you start picking at these on the surface things that really don't matter. But that won't help you in having effective communication with your partner or spouse. You got to get to the root of that thing. And sometimes you need to have a conversation with yourself before you even try to talk to your partner. Why am I feeling upset this week? Everything that my partner is doing is bothering me like what what's going on here okay last weekend yeah they made that remark about my weight and it hurt my feelings and I tried to act like it really didn't hurt my feelings and now my emotions my body is responding to me being hurt but I tried to act like I wasn't hurt but my body is responding to me being hurt and now everything they're doing is bothering me because I haven't addressed it. I haven't told them that they hurt me, even though I'm hurt, but I try to act like I'm not hurt, but I'm responding as if I'm hurt. Y'all get what I'm saying? So we have to be specific in what it is that we want to talk about. Baby, last week you mentioned that I gained some weight and it hurt my feelings. And I should have said something then, but I didn't want to cause no issues. I didn't want any confusion. So I didn't say anything, but all week I've been upset about it. All week I've been feeling some type of way about you because you mentioned my weight. So I talked about the the bathroom and I talked about the dishwasher, but that wasn't my issue. My issue was that you mentioned something about my weight and it was an area I was already feeling a little insecure about. So it triggered me. It upset me. And I should have said that then, but I did. Can we talk about that? That's how you be specific in whatever the conversation that is that need to be had. Don't hit those on the surface things. Don't talk about, well, we need to talk about how you keep leaving the dishes in the sink. The dishes in the sink ain't your issue. It's your partner or your spouse mentioned your weight gain, and that's your issue. Be specific on whatever it is that you want to talk about. But like I said, sometimes you need to have a conversation with yourself because sometimes you don't even know what the root is. You're just responding to how you're feeling. 
I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling icky. I'm feeling insecure. So that's how I'm responding to you. But that's not my issue. Let me get to the root of the issue. So now we can deal with it and we can move on. Let me tell you something. In relationships and marriage, there's always going to be something that needs to be talked about. There's always going to be something that needs to be discussed. So don't prolong stuff and let stuff pile up. You got to begin to get to the root, deal with this thing and move on. Because I promise you, it's going to be something else. It's always going to be something else. And the more you begin to do this, the more effective you get at it, the more you're able to have these healthy conversations and not put off stuff and not react to stuff. But you guys can be real with one another. And having these conversations, this is intimacy. I know a lot of people want better intimacy in their relationship and their marriages, but these conversations, they create intimacy. When you and your partner feel safe with one another, when you feel like you can be honest, and truthful and you don't have to walk on eggshells you don't have to hide you don't have to pretend you guys this can be a beautiful thing this will turn up the bedroom okay we should plan or schedule when we want to discuss something important instead of diving in in the moment because when we dive in in the moment we will respond from a place of hurt or frustration and nothing gets resolved so sometimes especially if it's something important to you, something serious, something that could be detrimental to the relationship, we need to schedule the conversation. Okay, we need to we need to dive into our finances. I feel like we're not saving enough. We're spending too much money and we really need to get on one accord about this so we can both be going in the same direction for our family. That's a specific thing, but that's something you can't just dive in. Let's say your wife been swiping the car all week long. You find you getting these notifications that she's spinning here, she's spinning there, and now you upset because it's been the notifications been going off all week. You upset now, your your blood is boiling. Why she keeps spending money instead of you reacting and calling her and now trying to have a conversation? Because that conversation is not going to resolve anything. You're going to be upset. She's going to get defensive, and nothing will get resolved. Now what you can do is schedule the conversation about the conversation. So call your partner and say, okay, I've been noticing some things with our finances and I feel like we really need to sit down and talk about it so we can get on one accord and one page about our finances so we can meet our goals. You know, the things that we've discussed and dreamed about, about our family and the things that we want to do. I just want to make sure we're going in the same direction. So let's just sit down and let us talk about this. When are you available? When 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 do you have the time we can kind of sit down and discuss this? This gives you a few things. This gives your partner or your spouse time to kind of think their thoughts through, maybe look at their their bill, their bank statements, their receipts, their budgets, maybe even have time to go in prayer go to the word of God and see kind of where God is leading them on what they should say, what they shouldn't say, how they should say what they want to say. It just gives you time to really be intentional because that's what this is. This is intentionality. It gives you time to be intentional about what you want to say, how you want to say it. It prepares your thought, your mind. You can get your heart right because sometimes our hearts aren't right. We're just so upset and so frustrated. Things come out that we don't even want to say, that we really don't even mean, but we're so upset. It just gives both people time to process what it is they want to say, how they want to see it. 
And another thing, this gives your partner, you and your partner, it gives you a place where you feel safe. You can feel safe to share whatever it is you need to you need to share. You don't have to walk on eggshells. You don't have to put it off. You don't have to deflect. You can just be honest and specific on whatever it is you want to deal with. You can get to the root and the real thing that you want to discuss and not talk about that on the surface stuff, but really get to the root of it. And I just use finances as an example, but whatever it is, you know what you and your partner are going through. You know what it is that you guys have been putting off talking about. You know what it is that you guys need to discuss. Maybe it's your children and how you're raising them, how you discipline them. Maybe it's trust issues. Maybe you don't like the relationship they have with someone. Maybe they crossed the boundary. Maybe there was infidelity years ago that you haven't gotten past. Maybe it's your sex. You're not having sex as frequently as you want to. You're not being pleased in that area. Maybe you need more intimacy. You need more communication. You need help around a home. You have too much on your plate. It's so many things that can be discussed, but you find out exactly what it is in your relationship or your marriage, get to the root of it, and then tell your partner, can we talk about this? And let's schedule when we want to talk about this. And I encourage you, if you have children, you have children in your home, maybe if it's something that, because sometimes we need to talk about something that's going to take us longer than 30 minutes to an hour. Like dealing with infidelity and trust issues and that type of thing. That may take you a little longer. That's not like a hit and miss conversation. So you may need to schedule some time away. Maybe you guys need to take an overnight trip. Maybe you need to spend the weekend somewhere. Maybe you can get your parents or your in-laws or your grandparents or babysitter. You can get someone to get your kids if you have kids and you guys can kind of go off and have this conversation. And I say leave because some conversations you need to take a break from. If we're talking about infidelity and trust issues, Someone may get triggered. Someone may get upset and you may need to breathe. You may need to take a moment to get your thoughts together because now I'm going to say something that you're not going to like. I'm going to say something below the belt. I'm going to say something that might hurt you. Okay, we need to take an hour. Let's go grab some lunch. Because like, let's say you're traveling, you're, you're gone, you're on the road, even if it's just an overnighter. You guys are in the hotel, you're away from home. You don't have to worry about work. You don't have to worry about the kids. You don't have to worry about any of those things. You guys can dive into that conversation conversation and if you need one of you guys need to take a break okay let's go grab something to eat let's go do something fun and enjoy one another and let's come back to this conversation in a couple hours and it's just it just helps you to have and set this healthy dynamic of having these conversations because the conversations have to be had you can't avoid them because it only causes more problems it's like sweeping dirt under a rug it's just gonna pile and pile and pile you have to deal with it but at the same time sometimes you do need to take a break sometimes one partner may need to breathe and get their thoughts together and come back to the conversation the goal for communication should be to understand not be right i know you want to be right I know you want to be heard. I know you want them to, to hear what you got to say. I know you over there pounding on your chest and you saying, you're going to hear me. But our goals for communication should be to understand. Let me understand what my partner is saying. Let me understand their perspective. Let me understand how they feel. Even though what I'm saying may be right. Because at the end of the day, when your partner loses, you lose too. When you just want to be right, 
your partner leaves the conversation still feeling misunderstood, still feeling unheard, still feeling like their feelings are invalidated, still feeling like they're not important in a relationship, they lose and you lose too. And that's not what you should want for your relationship or your marriage. Your goal for communication is to understand, even if we don't agree, because we're two different people. We're not going to always agree. Listen to hear and understand, not to speak. A lot of times we have conversations. Our partner can be talking. They can be pouring out their heart. The tears can be flowing. And the whole time in our mind, we're putting our thoughts together of what we're going to say. We haven't listened to understand them. We haven't heard them to comprehend what it is they're saying and how they feel. We're listening to respond to them. We already have our thoughts together even before they finish. That's why people cut each other off when they're in an argument or in a conversation because you're not really listening. You're not trying to hear. You're hearing to respond. You're listening to speak. And we have to stop doing it. I really have to listen to you. I have to understand where you're coming from and your perspective. We're both going to have the opportunity to talk. It's not like once your partner or your spouse finish explaining themselves or opening up to you or sharing how they feel, you're going to have the opportunity to share the same. But we have to get to a place where we're listening to really hear them. We're really listening to understand them. Don't shut down, but take a break if needed or ask, can we table this discussion into a later time? But be specific in the time you're going to finish it. So let's say you're having a conversation tonight. You guys got to go to work in the morning. You got to get the kids ready. Whatever it is, you can't stay up all night and have this conversation. So maybe, okay, we didn't get to finish talking about our finances or talking about the kids, but let's table this until tomorrow when you get off. Let's let's say seven o'clock. They give you time to wind down and cook dinner and get the kids ready for bed. And we're going to have this conversation at seven tomorrow. That doesn't leave your partner hanging because sometimes what we do, if something is not going our way, if we don't like it, if we don't agree, we can shut down. We can stonewall. We can just shut it down, walk away. We don't have nothing else to say, but that leaves the other other partner or the other spouse with those thoughts, with their mind racing or where we stand, where do we go with this? What, what happens from here? And that's not what you want because I already told you when you leave a door open for the enemy, baby, he gonna bust right in and bust through. And you don't want him to take your partner or your spouse's thoughts and play with them. That's not what you want. So even if you need to take a break, even if you need to regroup, even if you need to get your thoughts together, be honest and open and say that to your partner. Okay, this, this conversation is a little overwhelming for me. Let's just take a break so I can get my thoughts together and let's come back to, to this tomorrow. Let's set a time where we're both free and we'll discuss it again on tomorrow. It's not resolved, but that is a healthy medium. I'm not done with the conversation. I'm not shutting you out. I'm not shutting down. I'm not stonewalling you. I just need to get my thoughts together and then we'll come back and discuss it again. But you guys, keeping it real with you, as the young people say, keeping it a hundred, communication in relationships and marriages are hard, period. But there is nothing that we can't learn how to do. We have to be intentional. We have to figure out what works for our relationship because what works for my relationship may not work for your relationship and what works for yours may not work for mine. But this is something we have to work through with our partner and spouse and figure out what's best for us in a way we can begin to communicate and understand one another because that should be our goal. Our goal should be to understand our partner, to 
to make them feel heard, to make them feel appreciated, because we are supposed to be a team. I shouldn't be out here doing my thing and you doing your thing, but we should really be out here trying to do this thing together. And what works in one season may not work in another season, but that's why communication is so important. We talk about it, we work through it, we figure out what works, and we push, we keep going, we keep striving. I hope this helped you today. Remember, I love you guys, but God loves you so much more. Bye. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Follow me on Facebook at Demo with Mo. If you have any questions you would like answered here live on my podcast, email them to me at demo with mo at gmail.com. That's D-E-M-O-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com.